they are all on board with uh, putting together a Las Vegas power trip. Go on. Where listeners would come or just that the three correct. of us would come? Because to be honest, I don't care. No, no. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Son of a bitch. He just Unmarked looks confident right now. It's just all open leader. Yeah. He sits at nine sex, under. Sex power stretching. Yes. This looks like a very putt for great ten putt. Under I can read lips. Did you guys know that? You know what he just said? What? He said, I was doing so well and having a great day. Then I heard Corey bet money on me. Yeah, now he's going to turn around and take the driver the out and hit it down <laughs> yeah. the fairway again. Come on, ten cup it. Come on, buddy. Ten cup it. Come on, buddy. Hey, nope. yeah. This for a four-shot lead. Come on, now. You want to miss Everybody with a brain. Miss it. Calls it the British television. Open because Miss it's it. the Open that's British. How Miss far it. is it? Come on, on buddy. That's six feet. Hana. 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 Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things Power Trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. Guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. Dave, well, uh, we got to do a Twins update because we didn't do a show last week, and I know Lou has just been dying for a Twins score update. So, Lou, good news. The Twins won 3-2 to two this afternoon. Uh, good news for you. Bad news for me because I was betting on Lance Lynn and the White Sox. But, uh, Dave, I think you were smarter than me. I was. Uh, the, the one time that it was smart to bet on the Twins in a baseball game. Uh, I did that, and I'm I, I'm on game two as well. So let's go Twins. Let's go Twins, and uh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the very first game I bet on in Vegas next week because the Twins are playing at like ten ten Vegas time, uh, the day we land, and uh, I I'm I'm heading straight to the sports book to place a bet and watch the Twins. Yes, I know the Twins suck; they're horrible to watch, but uh, watching the Twins at Circa is gonna be a treat. And I might even just bet on the Twins because I think they're playing Detroit, if I remember right. I didn't look that far ahead, but Detroit's um, sneaky hot right now. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. It's the Twins. They're at home. I'm gonna be watching it in a sports book. I might as well bet on them and cheer for them and be let down, right? Of course. What's the first thing you're gonna do when you get to Vegas? Because you're getting there Wednesday nights. So you're gonna be in a little bit later than the the rest of the crew. But uh, what's the first thing you're gonna look forward to doing? Uh, I'm looking forward to somehow snagging a room key while you're sleeping so I can drop off my bags and then I'm going to get us a table as close as I can to the stage. Uh, I, I think I showed up at 1030 the night before the first show, uh, two years ago and, um, I got blackout drunk, but, um, I got us a good table. So, uh, there's that. 
There is that. It's going to be even trickier because I'm not even staying at Planet Hollywood that night either. So we'll, we'll have to figure out some, oh, really? some way to get okay. you your key. But uh, we'll we'll get we'll get it done. We'll 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 come up with some kind of system so that you can at least get rid of your crap, right? Well, I'm only bringing uh you know my speedo and then a briefcase worth of uh, one dollar bills to <laughs> to hand over to the sports book. So and your and your tuxedo thong, of course. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. See, I thought you were going to say the first thing you were going to do is go right down to Earl's Sandwich and uh, get a French oh, dip. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I got to replenish. Uh, I, I think they're they're not open 24-7, though. I don't think Might they be tricky. Are. I don't remember. I, if one of the groups is out there, maybe just put one under uh, a couch cushion in the sports book, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll smell the as when I walk through the door. That's like a Tommy and Eddie move to hide food in the couch somewhere. So, yeah, that would be perfect. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's good. It's still good. <laughs> uh, I just I cannot wait. It, like, literally is almost all I think about. It's hard to focus on work at this point because it's been so damn long, and we're on the cusp of it, and it's just, uh, just enjoyable. And I hope even if uh, you're not going to Vegas and you're listening to this, um, that you have a trip coming up very soon because we all deserve a damn trip after the shit that we've been through for a year and a half and shit's getting a little bit worse these days and nobody won't, <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. So get out there and do something enjoyable. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that not, that the, uh, the trip isn't adversely affected by all this COVID shit, but, um, at least we're going to get to go this time. I'm pretty confident in saying that. So. Yeah, I heard mass suggested, suggested, but not required. Yeah, not required. And like the only casino that's requiring them right now for their employees is the Venetian. So I think it's pretty loose at this point. But who knows? Things could change in a week and a half and stuff. And hell, if I have to wear a mask for four days, I will do it. I will just be thrilled to be out there and in front of a uh, pie gow machine or pie gow table. So yeah, I could use. That's what I could use my tuxedo thong as. It, it'll double as a mask. Oh, absolutely, that'd be perfect. And I actually bought a pretty cool mask for the trip. So if I if I end up, at least I have to wear it on the plane. I know. So at least uh, if I end up having to wear it the whole time, I uh, I'll enjoy wearing it anyway. So. All right. Well, I cannot wait for that. Also, we are doing a Patreon happy hour Friday night. So I know a lot of the patron, the patrons will, they'll uh, DM me and they'll be like, are we doing something with this? Or is there something going on there? And uh, apparently a lot of people don't check email anymore. Um, so <laughs> we'll, we'll announce stuff on the podcast as well. Because uh, I, I don't know, I still check email all the time, but I'm a little bit older than some of our patrons. And uh, I guess uh, email is kind of, a thing of the past in some ways, but we are doing the twins happy hour Friday night. We'll probably fire that up around, I don't know, seven 30 or I think the game starts at seven 10, but we'll probably get it going about seven 30 or so. Uh, watch some twins baseball. I'm going to send out a poll like Thursday and you guys are going to vote whether we're going to bet on the twins or against the twins. So um, I'm open either way. Um, if the money hits, it's going to you guys. So uh, bet with your heads, not with your hearts on Friday night. And then we're going to do, we got the golf thing ready to go that's labor day weekend uh we're starting to uh starting to put some of the logistics in place for that it's looking right now like we've got i think three groups maybe a fourth so um pretty good little uh crew if you want if you're listening to this you want to join that that's it's for our patreon crew so just sign up for the patreon thing uh like our good friend nick did uh welcome nick to uh the patreon crew he listened when i gave my little tease the last time and said that you're going to want to be a patron so 
congratulations, Nick, for following through on that. And um, yeah, if you want to want to join the golf thing, just sign up for the Patreon and the old Patreon thing, and we'll get you going on that. Because we'd love to see a whole bunch of people out there. I think we've got uh, lots of fun people um, already signed up for that. So I think it's going to be a blast. So I am looking forward to that. And uh, Dave, I'm going to make sure that you and I aren't on the same team, um, just because. Um, you know, uh, you've already bailed me out of one golf tournament. So, um, I think, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll split up this time and that way, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we'll rotate. That's cause that was one of the things I was thinking is maybe we'll rotate and we'll do a few shots with each group or something. I don't know. Yeah. A couple shots of fireball, right? <laughs> That's, those are the kind of shots I'm much better at than the uh, golf <laughs> shots. When, hopefully it's not 95 freaking degrees this time. That's what I'm hoping for. So I will, I will definitely play better if I have a couple shots in me and it's not 95. Oh yeah. So, all right. Well, we got a tidy little show for you tonight. Um, life is kind of getting back to normal and then kind of crazy with the whole Vegas thing going on and stuff. Um, uh, for those of you that ask, I appreciate it. Uh, the kid had the surgery. Surgery went good. Uh, anesthesia is always a thing with him, so we're trying to get his sleep back to normal. Uh, slowly but surely, we're getting there. So that's kind of when about why things have been a slight bit erratic the last couple of weeks. But uh, we'll get back there. Um, we are also going to drop the Lost Vegas episode that um, we recorded yes. last year. I'm just about done editing it. We'll drop it probably this weekend. So that if you're going to Vegas and you're interested, you can uh, you can listen to it. If you're not and you need to hear our voices during uh, an off week next week, uh, for whatever reason, um, we will we'll have it out there and you can listen to it. At least you'll get to hear Mr. Z and Creasel. So uh, that's uh, that's always a treat anyway. But tonight we're going to do the bets update, of course, the quotes of the week. In your thoughts, I've got a, dull, a daily double for you because we love daily doubles, right? Um, we've got a rate that impression slash down memory lane all wrapped into one. And it features none other than Mark Rosen. So um, that, uh, Sexy. that is definitely a treat. And then we got quotes notes to wrap the whole thing up. So we'll get started, as always, with a bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. All right, well, first up, we got to talk about the big one the Open Championship. Yes, it wrapped up yesterday, and Corey Cove was the big winner, winning $2,200. Uh, John Bonus with a piddly little $25 for second place, which is Parrish's cut fee. That ends Parrish's streak of six consecutive majors where he didn't lose. He either won the whole thing four in a row, and then he uh, finished second the last two in a row. So um, the first time in seven tournaments that Parrish actually had to pay up. Uh, you know, um, exciting tournament, you know, Morikawa pretty much had on Sunday. I was hoping for maybe just a little bit more drama. Spieth kept trying to get close, but it was just Morikawa's day from the get go. Uh, you and I had nice bets on Oostihoos and those went in the crapper. Yeah. Um, wow. A lot to unpack with this tournament. Always <laughs> fun. Uh, last major of the year as well. Uh, always love wa- waking up at, you know, three o'clock in the morning and watching some of yes. the open championship. Um, yeah. Corey, Corey gets the win. Um, turning out and you might give it, this might be, you know, leading into what you're about to say, but uh, Corey sneaking way up the leaderboard here for power trip bets in 2021 um, with one of, Maybe his first ever golf bet win, maybe second, 
I can't exactly it's, remember. It's his second. He won the Masters in 2018. So yeah, okay. but it's it's been a while. So. Oh, great point. That's a great song. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, oh, man, I had Spieth. I had uh, I had tickets on Spieth, and I had tickets on uh, Ustazen. I I did uh, hedge a little bit. I put um, I put a hundred on Morikawa plus one seventy uh, going into the final round. So I locked in some profit there. I uh, should have done not that. see anyone else coming back, and I mean maybe Rom, but I was willing to take that risk, although I, he's a scary one to take it on. I completely should have done that. I I hedged Morikawa, but I didn't do it till like the fourth hole in live betting, and by that point he was like minus one fifty. So. I, I got enough to cover my entry fees on all the golfers I picked that lost, but yeah, I, uh, it wasn't it wasn't a profitable open for me, that's for sure. Yeah, well, and 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 our uh, <laughs> so uh, for those who don't know, uh, there's a few of us who get together and we do basically the same exact golf major bet, um, but with some of our ancillary and our Vegas friends, um, and uh, just like the Donaldson disaster. It was the Dave Grand disaster because <laughs> I missed the 5:30 draft time. You know, you got to be in the Zoom to be able to be eligible or whatever. And I, I texted the group. I said, "Oh no, I'm sorry, I missed it by 15 minutes. Uh, can I pick somebody who's still available? And if so, I'll take Colin Morikawa." And I waited for a response. You know, you're the commissioner. You gotta, you know, approve it and everything. It waited too long, and uh, you know. Andy chimed in some some smart alecky thing about um, me being a homer picking a, a an American to win the Open Championship. So I said, uh, well, "Screw you, uh, Tyrell Hatton." Uh, hashtag it's coming home, just because I'm obsessed with the that uh, hashtag it's coming home, even though England didn't bring it home. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Tyrell Hatton missed the cut, and Colin Morikawa won the golf tournament. So. That, uh, that the hashtag should have been your first clue that that wasn't the right selection to begin with, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm happy you did it because it saved me some money. So because otherwise uh, it would have doubled up the fee. So uh, <laughs> that's uh, um, yeah, not yeah. That cost me a lot of money. That, that did. That did. That's the uh, the grand disaster. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> love it. A lot of French dips, but uh, yeah, yeah, what a what an amazing golf tournament and really. Um, you know, for how young Morikawa is, he was just unflappable on Sunday. Not ma- making a bogey-free round, pretty. I mean, he's tough as nails. That's uh, he could ri- he could rifle off a few of these before the age of thirty, even. Oh hell yeah, yeah. He's de- he's definitely going to be one of those guys that he's just going to every few majors he's just going to pop one off. So um, not surprising at all. And he shout out to Zach Helverson for having the foresight to drive down to Iowa, put $69 on Morikawa, and walk away with more money than Corey actually won in the power <laughs> trip bet. So, well oh, done, Zachary Helverson. I, that's uh, so cool. I so badly wanted Usti to win on Sunday for my own benefit, but when it was obvious it was going to be Morikawa, I'm like, good for Zach. That's, uh, for that's, sure. That's really cool. So. And like right before ten days before Vegas, he wins twenty four hundred dollars. Perfect time to have some. Extra Might as well cash. light it on fire right now. <laughs> of course, that money's gone. Uh, the uh, the the other bet um, that we that we've got to update on, um, which also involves we just mentioned Ande, 
Um, Andy authorized me to put money down on his behalf on the United Kingdom Olympic team. Uh, I, you know, I found that the over/under for U.S. gold medals and the over/under for total medals for the U.K. was identical, and I'm like, what a perfect bet! The guys can play the America song all they want to um, as the Olympics are going on. They can cheer for Team USA, Andy can cheer for the U.K., and there's money on the line. So yeah, he got a uh, he got four takers on that. So Andy's got two hundred dollars up against Corey Sauce Hockey and Creasel at fifty bucks a piece. So. Uh, yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be, and especially the the real wild card here is the whole COVID thing, right? Because some of these athletes right. are getting, you know, knocked out and whatever. And it's like, you know, the U.S. loses a couple people that might be, you know, strong gold medal contenders or something, and all of a sudden this whole bet can switch around. But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun one to track, and I think I'm gonna do another a different Olympic bet for this Friday for the guys and see if they're uh, see if they're still in the mood to bet on the Olympics. Wait, so this is total medal count or gold medal count? It's total gold for the U.S. and it's total overall for the U.K. Both were forty-two okay. and a half over under. So I figured that's, that's... A, that's a perfect straight-up bet. So yeah. Well, and... I see. I see the U.S. at. Uh... Oh wait, never mind. That's I total. Got never mind. Yeah. Never mind. You gotta go gold, forty-two and a half. So and and Andy messaged me and he was like, I can't believe how quickly the guys jumped on that bet. And I'm like, Hey, I think they just jumped on it so they could play America. <laughs> Um, and the last thing I was going to talk about was the all-star bets that uh, happened. Um, the guys were, you know, when Chris was out, they uh, they kept the gambling up very well. And uh, Meat Sauce bet on the home run derby and lost. And then he bet on the National League and lost. So uh, baseball, the all-star break was not too kind to Meat Sauce. And Corey walked away with $100 from those two bets and stuff. It was, it was actually the most I've watched of a home run derby in quite a while just because I was uh, – interested in it and then it was over immediately because sauce's guys were out in the first round and the bet was already settled <laughs> yeah i i actually <laughs> i played because there was nothing else going on in sports i uh i put a couple futures up there i didn't win those on uh i, I think i had matt olson and uh i forget who else um but i did all the underdogs in the matchups uh for the first round i went three and one so i i, I made a my uh, futures and some on that. So yeah, that was fun to watch. You know, I even like the celebrity softball game at the end, although now it's just like TikTokers. But um, it's always kind of funny to see uh, you know some celebrities go out there and hack it up. Yeah, for sure. Yep, it's a <laughs> always interesting, interesting piece. And that will do it for the bets update. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends, it is time to get to the quotes of the week, and we will start at number three with Corey Cove. I gotta try that. Yeah. I even like those, uh, what is it, the Andersons that have the. Uh, Any pretzels are great. But no, but it's got the peanut butter in the middle of it. Although that's oh, literally. That's boat food right that's there. That's my, maybe my biggest weakness. Yeah. Are those. I'd say math. Yeah. <laughs> okay, food, food wise. Yeah. That, those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> I always love the lines with sauce. It's like, you know foreshadowing for a later bit but it's like 
anytime there's like the duel of the decades is like oh that is a top 10 song of all time or like oh that is the best it's like oh, oh that is my that is my biggest weakness and Corey's just right there just snapping me like oh, i'd say it's math <laughs> And you could tell in his mind, Corey had like two or three items that he was weighing yeah. between. And it's like, eh, well, let's go math. <laughs> yeah, if only he could take a, you know, a, a timeout in that moment. And um, he probably could have thought of something even better. But uh, that was very, very good from Corey. <laughs> that will work. All right. Well, we stay here with uh, Corey Cove here at number two. Yeah. You know what else is overdone? Bacon. Your girlfriend's yeah. bacon. <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> but I... Make it again! No, I didn't say that. I've never been... No. I'm not book. eating that. Why would I be in a mean relationship? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Track record? Oh. <laughs> we go to break. <laughs> oh, that was good. And the bonus laugh track to boot. Yes. Oh, that yeah. That always is good for an extra fifteen or twenty likes on Twitter. You know, those those quotes with bonus there on Tuesdays always get floated up higher in the uh, the quote of the year uh, tournament bracket seating. <laughs> yes, that was that was a good track record. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, well, the only one that could top it this week was from the gentleman, John Creasel. Yeah, he is also dying. Well, there's a story about a dying penis. Oh, oh my. Did you do a story about a dying penis while I was gone? No, <laughs> okay, I think go. so. Rest in penis. Oh, Rest that, in. I think, Who are you talking to? Well, that could be the name of my book if I wrote one about my first marriage. Oh, <laughs> my God. And there's your quote wow. of the week. That is, why even put it up against two other nominees? Wow. You know, Kerr yeah. is your winner. Her minute on the power trip, he brings more lines. Oh, no yeah. I mean, you're on one day a week. Right. He just, just hi ya. Hi ya. Oh my, <laughs> that was yeah. that was uh, that was really good. That is uh, <laughs> that was, and it, like you said, it hits the sweet spot for Creasel. Something a joke about his marriage, former marriage. Yep. It's- Yep, it hits. It fills the algorithm there. Um, <laughs> sneakily, though, my my quote ears perked up when I heard uh, hockey say "rest in penis." Oh yeah, I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm already printing the bumper stickers and the t-shirts, and then <laughs> Creasel goes over the top. I'm like, do I make this a dual quote? Do I isolate that? But that phrase, that you know, what Hawk said was technically part of like Creasel's quote. So I'm like. Man, I guess uh, it's just going to boost it even more. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rest in penis. <laughs> Rest in penis. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> All right. Well, there are your quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, I promised a, uh, a double dip here, a daily double of Rate That Impression and Down Memory Lane. This is one of those things, you know, you go back and listen to old episodes as we do to uh, kind of bring some of the history to this podcast. And you hear things that you remember all the time when they happen, but you would never be able to pull it out of your brain um, until you hear it again. And this is one of those things. uh, I remember loving this bit when they did it. And, you know, my brain has just kind of erased that. So I'm glad I found it again. Um, That's all the intro I'm going to give. Here we go. I got six of these. Uh, here's number one. And now, Mark Rosen's impression of Josh Freeman using Rosetta Stone to learn French. <laughs> hut, hut, wee, wee. 
Brock knows how awful that was. Listen, you would have got three credits for that. What are you laughing about, man? Rosen, you said hut hut wee wee. Yeah, I think that's a game we played back in school. I would admit that. Hut hut wee wee. I think Hut Hut Wee Wee was one of my first uh, AIM uh, instant messenger screen names. <laughs> that would make a great State Fair t-shirt, too. They're looking for State Fair t-shirts. Hut Hut Wee Wee. Hut Hut Wee Wee. Oh, that was good. All right, number two. And now, Mark Rosen's impression oh, I can't of Vladimir Putin watching Glee. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> the, the this Michelle girl, she could, she could drink vodka with me any day of the week. This show, this Michelle girl. That's all I got. And that was Mark Rosen's impression of Vladimir Putin watching Glee. Oh, I I love these because like Rosen's a great sport and he plays along, you know, and uh, you could you could just hear it in his voice where he's like, what 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 am I possibly going to say here? Like what? <laughs> and he has to think of something right there on the fly. Yeah. And, and that's probably one of Corey's favorite things to do on the show. Um, if you've been listening for long enough is trying to make Mark Rosen uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It's almost like a challenge to him. So, uh. And, and side note there too, like think about Dave Allen's schedule that he was able to cut all these <laughs> random ass liners. <laughs> oh, he he had to have been cracking up when uh, I, I'm guessing you know it was either Hawk and or Corey that uh, that wrote most of these suggestions, and uh, yeah, that would uh, that would crack me up if I place that in front of me, and yeah, that's uh, that's the liner you have to read for the show. <laughs> oh, so good. All right, here's number three. And now, oh, no. Here we go. I can't wait. Tim Tebow in an anthropology class. <laughs> I can't do this in an anthropology. What is this? What's the name of that show? Um, Jesus, that's an old picture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would have said that. Jesus, that's an old picture. <laughs> was Mark Rosen's impression of Tim Tebow in an anthropology class. What picture was he looking at? <laughs> there were. <laughs> Jesus, that's an old picture. Oh my God! That... Now, if we were giving these meat robes, we should have been giving these meat robes. But uh, that that one's definitely on the lower end of effort. I think that one really threw Rosie off guard. Yes. Uh, yeah, he was uh, kerfuffled there. That's for sure. <laughs> but that, that's what that's what I love about him, though. He always comes up with something, even if uh, even if he's uh, <laughs> a little bit flustered by the the scenario. <laughs> Although it kind of sounded, if you weren't like paying attention, it sounded like he just like didn't say anything. You know, like right. he just passed. He's like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Here's number four. And now, no! Mark no! Rosen's impression of no. Matthew McConaughey buying tampons. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll have a bunch of those. Thank you. I got right. All right. That's all I got. I don't and know. that was Mark Rosen's <laughs> impression of Matthew McConaughey buying tampons. Uh, now- 
<laughs> I think my favorite part of that one is the gut laugh for meat sauce in the background. <laughs> right after I was just mailing it in, but that's uh, probably an easier impression to do than Vladimir Putin or uh, Tim Tebow. Yeah, I mean, honestly, of all of those, I think that's probably his best impression. Of course, everybody, yeah. if you're asked to do a McConaughey, you're going to go, all right, all right, all right, all right. But, you know, hey, he uh, <laughs> he right. did it quickly, too. It was like he did, there wasn't much thought yeah. there. He was just like, all right, all right, all right, I'll have some of those. <laughs> Right, so maybe that gets uh, four, four, four and a half blue chews. I think so. I think, uh, yeah, we, we and we gotta always flip around between uh, meat ropes, and blue chews, and other various things yes. because uh, we have no consistency when it comes to scoring rate. That impression Never. that's one of the hallmarks of our podcast. So it's one of our top ten bits. Absolutely. So, all right, uh, we got two of these left, uh, and you can kind of hear in Rosie's voice because these were these were over the course of a couple of days and. Um, He's slowly getting more and more frustrated by each one. In the Big Ten. And now, Mark Rosen's impression of Meat Sauce if he had landed Sandra Bullock's role in the movie Gravity. (laughs) Lucky George Clooney. (laughs) I don't know. God, you're weird. And that was Mark Rosen's impression of Meat Sauce if he had landed Sandra Bullock's role in the movie Gravity. That is definitely one blue chew chewable. That was yeah. that was mailing it in. Oh, but I yeah, love that, it. That, that was a microdose worth of uh, blue chew. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, of course my favorite part of that is you know and now no 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 yeah just immediately dismissing the bit <laughs> stop the nonsense already all right last one so he's gonna be over at first base and now Mark no Rosen's stop impression it of Joe Mauer trash talking a runner at first base hey that wasn't very nice of you to do that don't ever do that again. Oh, I might have to hurt you next time. That was it. I, I, and I, that uh, was Mark Rosen's impression of Joe Mauer trash-talking a runner at first base. You could be an actor. You're you very are, good at this. You, you are really are, Robin man. Williams-like. <laughs> that was pretty solid. That was. That that's, that's probably gets the full five blue chew chewables for me. Uh, and, and doubly important because they made Mark Rosen make fun of his own son. Right, of course. Yeah, I forgot that that's that's actually one of Corey's better impressions. This is Joe Maurer impression, but he hasn't done it. You know, obviously Joe Maurer hasn't been very relevant the last five to seven years now that he's retired. But uh, that was one of Corey's better impressions. Yeah, I always love that. Just the uh, the slow kind of mumble under his breath talk. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, totally spot on. That's for sure. Well, well done, Rosie. Uh, we love those, and uh, yeah, I, I, that's one of those things I completely forgot about. And you're right, without uh, without Dave Allen's voice there uh, bringing it in, I, that bit's not nearly as funny. If Chris just says, you know, do this impression or whatever, but uh, yeah, the production on that is uh, of the highest quality for sure. All right, it's time for quotes notes, and this opening is sure to be memorable. Do you have an open quote? Said no. I only have some notes. Come on, man. Come on, man. You busted. You. You like your quotes notes. But you didn't do an open. But you didn't do an open. Oh, baby, you. 
You like your quotes notes But you didn't do an open But you didn't do an open Oh R.I.P. Biz <laughs> R.I.P. my creativity Oh man Oh uh. That was that was good, and that's warranted. That was a warning shot. So uh, mess, message received. Uh, I've been I've just been so busy. I don't have. I know your summers in are the crazy. Winter, in the winter months, I have great quotes notes open. <laughs> it's just not quotes notes open season. You're seasonal. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. On a very serious note, R.I.P. Biz. He was a big Vikings fan. He was a really good dude. If you have kids, you maybe saw him back in the day on Yo Gabba Gabba. He was like a big part of Yo Gabba Gabba. And yeah. just uh, overall awesome dude. I'd never heard a bad word about him and gone too soon at 57. Yes, gone gone, but not forgotten. That's for sure. All right, uh, let's get to some dumb-ass notes. Yes. Um, love, to see, <laughs> love how some people um, who didn't show up to the comedy show um, are now saying, telling their jokes on the air, uh, you know, what they would have said in all these uh, funny bits. <laughs> I don't think they should – I mean – I'm all for hearing some good jokes, but uh, if you wanted to show up and do your comedy bit, you should have shown up and did your comedy bit. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a fair criticism. I'll give you that. Um, not not calling anyone out specifically, <laughs> uh, of course. Um, next up, uh, the Vegas show. So I, I the Vegas show that was on TNT with Josh Duhamel. I'm still forgetting the name, but. I uh, I love that show, and I watch it all the time. It was on at, like, 11 o'clock on TNT. I'd watch it all the time in the summer. Do you know what show I'm talking about? No context whatsoever. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, he was ta- Chris was talking about Josh Jamo when he met him mm-hmm. um, at the Twins game. And, yeah, I'll think of that later. <laughs> um, next up, uh, Hockey threw out the first pitch, and uh, he did very well. Yes, he did. So uh, very proud of him. Had to mention that. Um, Mario 64 is a badass video game. Um, I still play it on the Switch all the time. Um, they have all the, you know, obviously the Super Nintendo back to NES, like all those vintage uh, Nintendo games. And that is one uh, role-playing game that I actually really do enjoy. Other Outside of that, I mostly just play sports games, but... Uh, yeah, love Mario 64. All the Mario stuff is awesome. The kid's totally into it, and yeah, I find myself playing it from time to time. The one that we play on the Switch all the time is Luigi Mansion 3. That game oh. is awesome. I love it. Like, the one with the vacuum cleaner? Yeah, I will get. I completely get wrapped up in that. Like the Because every once in a while, the kid will get to a spot where, you know, he can't, like, he's, he's struggling or he needs help or whatever. And he'll, he'll hand me the Switch and I'll start, like, I'll do whatever needs to get done. And I'll just keep playing. And then eventually it's like, hey, give that back. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> And all the Mario, so it's just it's just an absolute goldmine, and they do an awesome job. Mario Kart, uh, you know the Luigi's Mansion, all and everything. The Bowser's Fury, we play that one. It's like oh my gosh, it's just uh, so much fun. Yep, uh, and there's probably no better expert for that than my fiance, who actually writes for Nintendo Life. Oh. Um, she is all things Nintendo all the time. So uh, yeah, we're a big we're a big Nintendo household. Awesome here. franchise, that's for sure. Um, next up, uh, well, this was written before, back when I had a heart for Andy, um, but, uh, (laughs) 
very sorry for Andy um, England losing the Euro 2020 final in heartbreaking form um, and as the only way that you would expect England to lose um, a major cup final where they haven't won since 1966. They have the best league in all of the world in their country and uh, the national team just can't do it. Scored it two minutes into the game. Um, which in soccer is, you know, uh, a hundred to nothing lead. And, uh, and they blew it. They let, uh, they let Italy back in, went to penalties and had three missed PKs in a row to lose it. It was, uh, just about as painful as it could possibly get. And I was thinking, Chuck, you know, maybe we don't have a lot of people who listen to or watch, uh, you know, soccer much who listen to this podcast. But I'm pretty sure 98% of them are Vikings fans. Oh, yeah. And this is almost England. England's national team for soccer is probably exactly as heartbreaking as the Minnesota Vikings. And basically all of our sports teams have been for us. Um, so I think there's a I think we can relate to uh, the our uh, our friend Andy the, over there with oh, all yeah. of his pain. They're, they're a carbon copy of the uh, the Vikings, that's for sure. And I and I had that thought because I was watching, um, you know, when they were doing the penalty kicks and stuff like that. And I'm like, they were actually up like one. They were up one after like two penalty kicks. Yeah. And I'm like, you're ahead in the penalty kicks. Yeah. You know, in the final, I'm like, like if you lose this, this is as heartbreaking as it gets. And sure enough, they did. Right. Well, and to add to that too, they got the first save, which right. You know, PKs. I think it's somewhere around like seventy percent conversion rate. And so you get the first save. Plus, they were shooting last. It's like if there was a live line there, England would be like minus four hundred. Yeah. And they still come back. And, oh, it was just. It was so heartbreaking, but uh, fun to watch, and it was a good tournament. Neither um, neither, neither franchise has much luck with kicking, that's for sure. No. Oh, my God. Blair Walsh. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, or Gary Anderson. That was even way worse. Even um, worse. Staying on that side of the pond, um, I'm sorry, Corey. It is the Open Championship. It's not the British Open. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a golf snob, it, it, and that's and that's the line, too. If you're a golf snob, it's the Open Championship. The Open Championship. If you're not, it's the British Open. <laughs> so, Yeah, for sure. And he was all too thrilled when Morikawa accidentally called it the British Open in his press conference or at his trophy. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's, trophy. You, you had to know that Corey was going to clip that up when he said that. Oh, 100%, yep. <laughs> I've got oh, proof. Somebody, Morikawa said it, so. Yes. Um, oh, the Power Trip Cookies. Uh up in Detroit Lakes were amazing. So freaking cool. I believe it's uh, Katie's Katie Cakes Boutique Bakery. And uh, I might That's have a to terrible place name. Her because uh, if she could, I would personally buy those and use them as like a, like a decoration or whatever for my little power trip corner here. Um, I think that would just be cool. Not even to eat, but just to uh, display. I think I even made it the banner on my Twitter profile because um, they are just so cool. Yeah, I like that. Not even to eat. Yeah, two edibles in, and you know all those cookies are going to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's probably fairly accurate. 100%. Oh, that would be the cool – well, we probably legally couldn't get her to do it, but if we can make edible – Power Trip cookies. There you go. Power Trip cookies, bring them to Vegas. Now we're talking. 
Now we're and, good times. Uh, congrats to the goat, um, AJ Man Sour, for another major victory. That's what five in a row. Five in a row, yeah. Because Sauce won the first I've two, and they've done seven. It's incredible, and I was thinking about it. And Power Trip Initials will probably be have some better insight on it, but it's got to be, you know, obviously he's the all-time wins leader. He's, I think, the leader in points as well. So I think just that it's thirty questions. Like if you extrapolate that data and the odds that he's going to win, it, you know, if you made it a hundred questions, I think his odds would continue to rise. Oh yeah. yeah. So I, I think there's a part of that. Obviously, we know uh, hockey's. Uh, distraction factor um, <laughs> and you know maybe sauce just gets bored that there's too many questions or something and yeah i don't know um i think i owe you a, a earl sandwich for that too though yeah i think you do and um i also think you're gonna owe me another earl sandwich for the uh <laughs> for the uh, uh space jam bet because uh cory kind of uh, blew did the spoiler alert on that bet so well uh, i wasn't sure if he was exaggerating or not no no he, he's serious because somebody else kind of tweeted at me as well too saying that yeah this game's going way over <laughs> that's so <laughs> leave it to lebron to ruin my <laughs> sandwich bet do you know what's so funny about that too because remember i set the line at 350 and a half and i gave you the choice i said you can go over or under and you chose you picked the under i went back and looked because i didn't i didn't really remember from space jam one what what it was in space jam one i think the final was like it was like 119 to like 89 or something like that i mean it was like just some almost normal nba kind of score so i was like oh crap i'm in trouble because i thought i was hoping it was like some ridiculous score too like 500 to 400 or something in the first one and when i saw it was a normal score i'm like yeah i might be in trouble here but uh, apparently not i haven't seen it yet we're going this weekend to take the kid there so uh I can uh, I can <laughs> see what Corey was talking about with the uh, the LeBron self love for the first ten minutes. Yeah, well, I can only imagine that you know LeBron had to recruit all of the best other players in the NBA to win a title for him. So um, <laughs> that's probably why why the score was so high. But yeah, just uh, when you're at Earl's Sandwich, just uh, double double your order every single time, and I'll, I'll be right there for you. All right, two French tips <laughs> coming right up. Hell yeah. Um, Time for two more. Um, I, like sauce, also enjoy my bacon slightly undercooked. Um, this was uh, came up last week as uh, we made some ba- some wonderful bacon, as she's a wonderful person, um, in the air fryer for, for Mr. Lambert. And uh, it turned out it looked like it was a little overdone for his liking. Um, Chuck, where are you at? Um, you know, if we're a scale to one to ten, or, or or we can do it like steaks, you know, rare to to well done. Where are you at on the bacon uh, cookness level? If there's cookness? if there's even a hint of black on a piece of bacon, I throw it out. Like that's yes. there's no way. I like it. I'm kind of the same way. I like it a little bit undercooked, a little bit. You know, I don't I don't like the crispiness. I like it. You know, to kind of be. Yeah. I like I like it to be flaccid and not erect. If that uh, if that paints the right picture, so uh, <laughs> cash those tickets. <laughs> but still have a pulse. You know? Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah, I I just appreciate a little bit of like the chew like a little chewiness, not raw, but like right. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't like the the crispy. The only time I like crispy is like if you're using like. 
bacon bits on like potatoes or a salad or something yes. like that. But yeah, the, uh, outside of that, I don't I don't want it to be crispy and certainly don't want it to have a hint of burnt. Yes, I I I agree. Yeah. Top chain. Um, the last <laughs> one I have. So, uh, sauce's idea for Vegas. You know his his one idea for the year, and then he kicks up his feet. <laughs> Um, for the, for the rest of the year, um, I will preface this by saying, I know I had this idea. I went back on our on our show um, on Podbeam because I think uh, iTunes and iHeart only have so many episodes. But I need to finish list, re, re-listening to the Corey Cove interview because I'm pretty sure I threw that out as an idea. But anyways. So all the regulars get to vote on uh, who plays initials on Thursday of all the ancillary characters that are, will be joining us in Las Vegas. So it's Carly, Marnie, Jason, Bonus, Zach, Brianne, Tommy, Laura Lambert, Dov, Muss, Ryan Donaldson, and probably more that I'm already forgetting. But um, So it sounds like there's going to be four or five that will be selected four. to play on mm-hmm. Thursday at four on Thursday at 6.15, with the winner being able to play in the big show. I think you put out some uh, a, a prop bet on which ones will get in. I put on, um, I if, put on lines on who uh, who would win, who would actually be the winner. So that takes into oh, account okay. they have to get picked and they have to win. Okay. So for this exercise, Chuck, if you had to pick four of those people that you think will get selected to play in the game, who are you going with? That I think will get selected, or that I want to see selected. That we'll go with what you want to be selected. What I want to be selected, I want Marnie, I want Brienne, which I think those two will both get selected. So that's kind of um, an easy overlap there. Um, who the other two that I would want to do it is Lawyer Lambert, because uh, I would just love to see Lawyer Lambert participate in that. And Tommy, because Tommy ain't going to win, but I would love to watch Tommy play initials live in Vegas. I think that would be uh, entertainment uh, without a doubt. Yeah, I like that as well. Um, uh, uh, My four would be uh, Carly and Marnie. They're both getting picked Um, for sure. And then I would would, personally, I would go with Dov. I think Dov's electric, (laughs) and I think more Dov is better. (laughs) And then my final, which is kind of a wild card, but I was in studio for the one time that this person won the initials game, and I think I would be good luck for him, Zach Helverson. Oh, yeah, yep. So um, those are my four. I think it's a great bit. It's going to be exciting. We get another day of initials, and we will have, hopefully, a front row seat. Yeah, and uh, you know, and, and I can tell you, it, to me, it, the three gals are going to get selected. I mean, I, to me, there's no doubt that Marnie, Carly, and Brianne all get selected. Um, and the question is going to be who's the dude that's going to represent. So, and that's why I put the guys with like much, much higher odds. And you know, frankly, it wouldn't surprise me to see. Depending, it depends what order they get picked in. But let's say Marnie, Carly, and Brienne are the first three selected. So now you're, it's the fourth selection. Um, and and Corey will probably go fourth. So you know, let's say the the three you know the three competitors pick theirs. They go with the three gals, and Corey's the last one. I guarantee you, Corey takes Jason just for the competition between Jason and Carly, and because yep. Jason's his uh, roulette buddy. So yeah, I so I could I could totally see that being the four, the three gals plus Jason. Yeah, plus they're now roulette buddies. So yep, he's got a 
maybe he'll throw him a black chip or something on Red 23 <laughs> if he if he selects him. And I love, I love when Corey was talking about, yeah, we need to get like like a whole power trip contingent, get a couple of roulette tables and have like a whole power trip takeover of the roulette table, except I don't want stupid Dov and his system around me. <laughs> that was awesome. It's a package deal, man. <laughs> oh, so good. Yep. Well, that's all I got for Quotes Notes. All right, and that will wrap it up for the show. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, obviously, we're taking next week off for the whole Vegas trip. Um, you know, hope to see so many out there. I mean, so many of you guys have uh, reached out and stuff, and I've just got a whole huge list of people that I cannot wait to say hello to out in Vegas. And uh, make sure to give me your Twitter handle, because that's, like, how I identify people in my brain. It's like a name and a face are, are going to be secondary. It's like if give me your Twitter handle if uh, <laughs> if you see us out in Vegas, because that's how I'll remember. And remember, Dave owes you a whole bunch of drinks. So um, when oh. you're ready to collect on the drinks that we owe you, uh, go see Dave. And uh, now we'll we'll figure out a system to uh, to split that up because we both owe uh, both owe on that one. So cannot I think wait. I'll, I think I'm just gonna fill a garbage bag full of Trulies from uh, the <laughs> ABC store. And just here you go. Here, here you, you go. go. Here, here you go. go. I'm probably gonna be in the back row of the sports book with a Truly and a Philly French dip, and I'll just be watching baseball. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, that I guess that's where they can find you at, and they can also find you on Instagram as well as Twitter. So, and I'm of course at Power Trip Bets and P T B E T Z on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you in Vegas, and if not there, hopefully see you sometime soon. Thank you for listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you think we're hideous, please lie. Shine all the time.